Epilogue, Ordo Medicae. Orbital Command, this is PDF Command, Hydra Cluster, requesting a direct connection to General Killhaven. Highest encryption. OC copies. Upgrading the connection now. General Killhaven, an urgent call from Hydra Secundus. Your son is waiting for you to connect. Thank you, I'm on it. Peric, what's going on? I've heard that the Shadow Legion deployed in the Underhive. Father, it's Ramsey. I'm calling with sad news. Banisher Chimera Stone was right. Surgery was singularly boring, and when you're so messed up that they have to break it up into multiple day-long sessions, well, that's plain torture. The good news was that they already had a fresh clone on hand, offering a fully compatible donor for my heavily damaged organs. Confessor Lewin had made it clear that the clone's body lacked any chance at consciousness. It would never feel any pain or dream. It would never channel the warp. It was purely an organ donor on its way to the recycler, with one extra stop in between. I spent most of my days in astral form, conversing with Chimera Stone. We talked each other through our post-surgical pain, and I skimmed a little off the top for my glaive. It was becoming a habit, and Cam didn't seem to mind. She filled me in on what life was like as a demon hunter for the Ordo Malleus of the Inquisition. Do you know what will happen to me? I said. If all goes to plan, you will be sent to Scola Sicana on Terra to be evaluated and trained. Do I have any choice? Probably not, but if you survive Sicana, you might. I thought that my psychic abilities were temporary and would bleed away over time. I wasn't a psyker before. You were. I checked your original testing. Though your abilities were narrow enough, they didn't go unnoticed. Confessor Lewin was doing his best to provide cover for you and House Killhaven. The Overhive has its advantages, doesn't it? It's not about the Overhive. From here on out, it's about you and how you use your abilities. You certainly used everything you had in that fight with Han. What about the Holland siblings? Are they considered psychers too? No. They're similar to a guard trooper that has had a psyker spell cast on them during a battle. The only difference is that their spell renews itself with warp energy over time. They don't control the flow. My power doesn't seem to renew unless I steal it. It will renew, given time. Your soul has a very limited window into the warp, but a far larger channel in your mind to direct the energy. You must feed yourself from other sources to balance things out. What about the Wardens? They had to be able to manipulate the flow of warp energy around them. The Greys seemed to absorb or push away an incredible amount of energy. I figured that they channeled it back into the Sea of Souls. They sound more like a Null than a Psyker. Too bad you didn't leave any alive for us to study. Am I as dangerous as everyone thinks I am? That is up to you, and that is the reason for Scola Sicana. Before they teach you anything useful, they will find out who you are and decide if you're worth training. What am I? I told Inquisitor Locke that you're a Delta Prime Psyker on the standard Psyker scale of the Astra Telepathica, but that's only an estimate. You will be thoroughly tested when you arrive on Terra. Given enough energy, you could easily test at a level higher. I was doing you a favor. How so? As a Delta-level Psyker, we can move you off-world. As a Gamma, you'd have to wait for the Black Ships or the Ordo Hereticus to show up. Your chances of survival would be greatly reduced in that case. At night, I would sit like a ghost in Bree's room, waiting for her to wake up. There were moments when Lys stepped out, and it was only me. Bree's heart was working hard, moving a heady cocktail around her body, stealing cells from one place and planting them in another, 
busting clots and closing off unwanted bleeds. New splices of pin and bone were taking permanent shape around an artificial imprint of her original pelvic bone. Every once in a while she would stir with pain or a frightened expression, and I would stroke the inside of her wrist, stealing away her discomfort. I was never given another fresh flower, but I convinced Camara Stone to arrange for the delivery of a real rose to the room of Brianne Holland. After all, it was Brie and her brother that had helped save the banisher's life. They rolled me into my final surgery and returned me to a high-security ward one floor up. By then, the name on my charts had changed from Killhaven to Silver, and I was considered both stable and dead. The clone fulfilled its final purpose, acting as a stand-in for the late great parrot Killhaven, and Confessor Lewin finally got his Medicaid signature. He called in Luna Rayner to officially ID my corpse before it was released to House Killhaven for recycling. The corpse Luna was shown was located in the Overhive Medicaid, fresh from the vat and several organ donations. It was a convincing mess. The clone's eyes had hemorrhaged, masking any color, but Luna had examined the body closely and even checked behind both ears to be sure. She didn't flinch. She nodded to Lewin and signed. Luna had been promoted to full arbiter for her recent efforts in the Underhive. Her new uniform was as pristine and powerful as the young woman that wore it. Her days of undercover work in Sub-Zero were over, but I hoped that she still carried her hellgun on occasion. It was an unforgettable look. As I regained physical consciousness, my usual restraints were there to greet me, along with a pristine power glaive leaning in the corner. It didn't take long before my wardroom door unlocked from the outside, and Confessor Xavier Lewin walked in, backed by Interrogator Marsden. It wasn't that I was traumatized by prior events, nor was I a flight risk. The Ecclesiarchy of Hydra Cluster had received a harsh response from the Inquisition's Ordo Hereticus concerning the mishandling of a dangerous psyker. The Ordo had even hinted at a potential investigation. Fortunately for Confessor Lewin, the psyker in question had died while in custody, removing the need for further concern on the part of the Imperium. Confessor Lewin was sufficiently apologetic for the murder he'd committed on my behalf. He'd been running cover for me all along and helping my father keep House Killhaven intact. Lewin had a long history with Inquisitor Locke and had routed his request to Ordo Malleus first, in case things took a bad turn. It had been the right call all around. Inquisitor Teodoro Locke arrived soon after the Confessor excused himself. Locke seemed hesitant at first, unsure of where to start, and I viewed his doubt as a surprisingly human trait. Marsden, on the other hand, waved his hellgun in a warm-hearted greeting. I hadn't seen the Inquisitor since his brief stint reviewing the battle site in the Underhive. His eyes gleamed in anticipation of his next move. Parrick, Banisher Stone mentioned your concerns. I've come to address those and answer any questions you might have. From my position as a prisoner of the Imperium, I counted every breath as a concern. I'd belonged to House Killhaven my entire life. I didn't know who owned me now, but I assumed it was the Inquisition. What happens to me now? That depends on your cooperation. What are my options? Locke was a master negotiator. Let's start with what you want first, and get to the cost later. I wanted to see Bree, but not like this. I was a feral hound hidden away in a locked cage. I want to take a walk. You have expensive tastes. Anything else we might help you with? How is Brienne Holland? She took her first steps today, but she still has a long way to go. Her brother is there for her. Did she ask about me? She's seen the video recording of the battle supplied by the Astartes, so of course she's concerned. What must I do to see her? 
You must behave and wear this. Locke pulled out a black metallic hood with a cable drawstring that would lock it in place. It didn't have any visible openings for my eyes, nose, or mouth. What is that? I said. A psychic cowl. It dampens your abilities greatly and keeps you locked in place. Can it block the warp from reaching my mind? It only dampens. It isn't as effective as a null, but it is a requirement for your continued existence. Why didn't you just put it on me while I was out? You aren't a dog or a hardened criminal. You are a psyker that must be handled with caution and care. Some might call me soft, but you have a choice in the matter. In the background, Marsden checked the power status indicator on his hellgun, showing me the green light. Maybe it'll allow me to get some sleep, I said. I'll wear it, but I don't want Brienne to see me with it on. Please let her know that I survived and that I won't forget her. You carry several marks far worse than a hood. Why the sudden vanity? I don't want to scare her away, and you should never have shown her that video. How else would I be able to judge her character under stressful conditions? Bree had fought a warp demon while her brother helped get Banisher Stone to safety. How much more stress did they need? Inquisitor, did she meet your standards? Locke smiled. Yes, she did. And she knows you're alive. Her brother made sure we came clean. Silas here is still cleaning List's fingerprints off of his hellgun, and I'm sure they will become the best of friends. Marsden turned deep red at the Inquisitor's explanation. The interrogator hadn't been there to face down the demon, but he'd seen the video and should have taken note of the Holland sibling's abilities. I'd never found the Emperor's true face. Ignoring its many saints, the Imperial Domain contained innumerable powers, and I counted my soul as one. It had earned a reprieve and a trip to Terra where the Emperor held sway, lashed to his eternal throne. I hoped we'd never meet. Inquisitor Locke, I'm ready for the cowl. The Fulcrum star system exists at the fringe of the Segmentum Pacificus. It's a dead-end system when it comes to traversing the Milky Way galaxy, and its somewhat backwater location has left it off of many a navigator's map. Still, its relationship with the Imperium of Mankind plays a crucial role in my world's survival and wouldn't be put at risk for one overhive teen. Parrot Killhaven was given an 18th birthday party in lieu of a funeral, and the worst liquor imaginable was served in his absence. Strangely, it always caught fire whenever anyone tried to raise a toast.